0: What's going on guys? My name is Jimmy, that's Sean, and we have a special, special guest. Josh, you want to introduce yourself? I'm special. He's special. uh, And you are listening to two guys talk about cars idiotically with a third person that we strung along.
1: With another
0: guy.
1: (laughs) With another guy. Jimmy. Yes. A week or two ago, you told me something and I don't agree with it, Uh, but I want to bring it up again. Yes, so,
0: bruise blow up. I've got one in the garage. Yes.
1: No, no, I agree with you on that. I believe it. No, but you said that electric cars. This is quoting you. Electric cars should have speakers to make them sound like combustion engine cars. One thousand
0: percent. I stand by that to this day. Interesting. Do you know what that's like? It's a lie. It's a fucking fake tits. I'm well aware of that. Just, just. That's like vegans
1: spicing tofu to taste like an actual fucking burger. Jimmy, I have a real important question for you.
0: I'm not a vegan. I don't support that shit. Are you a vegan? (laughs) No. (laughs) Did you see me hanging out with fucking Cage? No. Okay? All I'm saying is that in the future, that whole point, I'm not not for electric cars. I know it's the way of the future. I know it's going to happen. All I'm saying is that when that day comes, please – integrate a fucking speaker system on there that is somewhat to like Forza or Gran Turismo or whatever, match the RPMs, get a fucking engine sound and produce it out to the world. Don't Vegan. have everything just sound
1: like but that's what it sounds like. That's what it should sound like. Maybe find a way to amplify that. can okay, Just but, get a
2: PA system, hook it up and then have me sit inside and go. Rah, rah, rah.
1: Okay. So and we'll hire you.
2: Those, like, old sirens that like the people at school used to use, you know, to like tell the kids to come in. You know what I'm talking about? I'm just hanging out the window with one of those. Just
0: I don't know I what it. kind of school you went to, Josh, but our school had a whistle. <laughs> no, 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 no. We no. had humans
1: with whistles. I
2: uh, yeah. no, we had humans too. They had these uh what called? <laughs> megaphones, though. Those big things, you know? Right. Like maybe a radar gun or something, and then it just makes a lot of noise and has the sirens on it. Know how huh. we did.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, so like my de- my point about that was just like, hey, let's uh, produce some sound for when little Johnny rim shots a ball, and then he's gonna go out into the road and he doesn't look because he doesn't fucking hear anything. Well,
1: okay, I agree with you on that point of things because for safety, I agree with you. It should sound like something, but can't there be a way? to amplify how the electric car sounds already the little whirring noise there's got to be a way
0: yeah it's called a fucking microphone and a dead speaker yeah but like
1: hanging out a window going (laughs) 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 i can just imagine at the tesla meeting just like we're gonna we're gonna introduce this new thing we're gonna call it josh it's gonna be great
2: hanging out the window
0: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: yes absolutely anyways
0: I still stand by that though I don't care about your vegan insult I think you should if you're gonna do it because you got to do it for safety I mean if you watch a I think VW or some some types of electric bikes they go up like Pikes Peak or like do hill climbs they have this stupid fucking annoying siren that's like like the whole way wouldn't that be distracting for the driver I think you just go insane and just go faster, so you might kill yourself so you don't have to hear it anymore, but in turn, if you don't, you set world records. Speeds <laughs> things up for everybody. Right? I guess so. <laughs> yeah, so you know, m- but mostly, I don't think everyone's pulling a Hammond with their electric supercars.
1: Well, um, taking them off a cliff and burning them. On and- fire.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's often, often, but all I'm saying is that if you have an electric car, might as well ha- make it Make a sound because it needs a sound for safety purposes. Just let it sound like a fucking normal car. I guess. I mean, we have if the technology. We following can
1: that logic, I guess Dwight from The Office probably wouldn't have been pinned, right? Because the hy- the hybrid Prius it's it's dead silent under five miles an hour.
0: Right. Yeah, Andy would not have been able to get him. Right.
1: But, that's true. So that's an interesting
2: point. So do you always want an electric car to be louder, or do you sometimes want it to be quieter so you can sneak on by?
0: I'm not saying that there shouldn't be the quiet mode. This There's saying a software it. update for that. Cell phone. I'm not saying <laughs> that you should be on vibrate. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, I, I stand by that 100%. I don't care what insult you throw at me. Sean, how's that alpha going?
1: I get it tomorrow or Monday or whenever they give it to me. So, Monday. (laughs) I took a poll on Instagram and I'd say about 80% of people are pessimists that I know. Fair. Uh huh. So, yeah, everybody thought I'm going to get it on Monday. It's kind of depressing.
0: Well, I mean, hey, I, I would much rather give it to you on Monday and it's all tested and done than Friday and they're iffy yeah yeah that's true well, I'll, get it soon. I'll get
1: it soon i'm will get it soon. i gonna be excited i'll drive it around i'll show you guys a bunch of videos for it and uh post
0: some stuff about it it'll be cool it'll be cool i'm, um, I'm gonna come up so i'm gonna see so yeah it better be running it
1: it will be running all right all
0: right um oh
1: guys getting a call can i come back in 10 minutes i'll be right back yeah go for it cool absolutely
0: so josh what yeah. uh what what car woes what car uh things going on in your life
2: uh, a couple of things well my brother's actually looking to buy a new car right now um he does not really know like what kind of stuff he should be looking for he's only got like a price range and then just you know doesn't want to break down on him so i was actually gonna ask you is there uh like a pretty standard thing that the kids are going for these days something under or right around three grand <laughs> you know for the kids
0: (laughs) under or around three grand pretty reliable and it it i'm assuming it's going to carry things Is 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 this going to be the the kids oh you know it's for the kids
2: yeah i mean so he's in a band so he does need to get his stuff around but i don't think that this would be like that kind of vehicle it's mostly just like a driver he's looking for and i don't know why he doesn't really wanna i just think he doesn't really like dealing with dealerships so he's just trying to do it all private party right but again he just doesn't really know like what kind of thing to even look for his last car he actually just ended up selling that thunderbird that 65 thunderbird we were sitting on for however long without it running right yeah he got um yeah a little over 2 grand for it in the back hall so is that all i'm slightly or? negative on that Man. It's a good car, though. It has 391 in it and everything. You know, if it ever ran, it would have been really cool.
0: Right, yeah. Um. Okay, so my go-to yeah, immediately the- for cheap-ass uh, under $3,000 cars that all the kids are going towards is uh, it's called a Mazda Miata, but it doesn't hold anything, and it definitely doesn't hold any kids. So...
2: I, I was know. worried you would say that. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, but but I mean, that's my go to answer with everything. I mean, I, a friend of mine uh, just, her her parents just, or her dad just got in a car accident. And I was like, hey, you're looking for a so cheap good. car? And he was like, kind of, yeah. I just totaled mine because of a deer. And I was like, never miss hey, an opportunity. <laughs> I'm just going to let you know right now, I picked up my car that I'm driving right now for $300. Yeah. Had to fix it, well, don't get me wrong, it wasn't running, but I mean it fixed it a little bit. A grand total right. nine hundred some odd dollars, and it's running. And that's all because I just feel yeah, it like
2: and it's like really easy upkeep on those, huh?
0: Stupid easy upkeep. Yeah. And you don't even have to change the oil probably for a whole fucking year if you want to be really responsible and it would be fine.
2: Well, that sounds like the move for Jacob. <laughs>
0: As far as carrying people and things, though, that's definitely not the way to go. Um,
2: Yeah, because it's just that little sports car, huh?
0: Right, yeah. It's got one other seat other than the the driver seat and uh, a trunk that can hold um, about three bags of tea and a frozen pizza.
2: Sounds like a party. Okay.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm about to test to whether I can actually carry more than 15 things with it on my way down to Temecula this weekend because I'm going to a wedding that I really don't want to have to fucking go to. Uh, oh,
2: well, that sounds like excitement. Okay. It sounds
0: like a ball, doesn't it? Anyway, that Miata is going to have to carry me, um, Jenna, uh-huh. her shit, my shit, in uh-huh. a suit, and... Oof. I'm not sure exactly how well it's going to work, but if it comes out wrinkled, it comes out wrinkled. I don't give two shit. I'd rather just show up with a fucking hoodie on, but apparently I have to be respectful of a wedding.
1: Uh, oh, and, I'm back. Weddings? Weddings? Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah. wait, you're driving that Miata how far? To Temecula. To Temecula. Okay. So, That's not that bad. How far is that from you?
0: I think it's like two and a half hours. It Damn, there's, it's damn, there's San Diego.
1: Okay, so just yeah. San Diego. That's funny, man. And my Miata, which actually you have the same one, right. um, I went camping for a weekend with a Miata. That was insane. I don't know how I fit everything in there. Uh, we went out to Point Reyes, which is, I think, about two and a half, three hours, about the same. And um, yeah, we Wait, went out there, dude. Uh, probably late last year. Probably about a year ago, actually. Yeah, oh, okay. About so a year you had ago. The top. I had the top, but it was ripped and it was raining. So that was fun too. Right.
0: So <laughs> oh, Josh, yes. we, we, uh, we decided that because fuck that top of Sean's of because it was all ripped up and fucked up. We just took it out completely. So now it's yeah, we a just took it out. roadster. Yeah.
2: So now it's just topless.
0: Yeah. Topless. To how how like
2: that's how I like them. That's <laughs> how I like them. Wow. That's great. And there's just no weather damage or anything like that?
1: Uh, well, not yet. To what? To what? <laughs> to me?
2: Yeah. I mean, like the car, like like, like taking the top off. It kind of leaves you a little bit exposed to, you know, aerial assaults. Well,
1: no, that. he he uh, parks it in a garage. Yeah, I have a garage here at work. It's like underground. Oh,
2: then you're that. Then nice yeah.
1: <laughs> could cool.
2: Could do something like that in LA. You would lose the car by noon.
0: Now nah, <laughs> that's what you would think, but it's a Miata and it's a stick shift, and nobody fucking right, sticks them for
2: some Yeah, the ultimate protection. That's true. There you go. Yeah, it's
0: a uh, modern theft deterrent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: this so. DNA,
0: yeah, I mean, hey, that's I, I you know what in my Miata, I have i in Palmdale, East Palmdale, left the car with the top down, windows down, key left in the ignition because I forgot about it, and I came back to it two hours later. So go figure. Huh. That's the yes. palmdale
1: for you. Yeah, absolutely. You know.
0: I'm not I used to park pride.
1: Yeah, yeah. When I took that top off, I used to park that Miata just on the street out here in midtown Sacramento in Sacramento and Nobody messed with it at all. Not a single person messed with it. But I had a Honda Civic were you C-
2: like Were you like hiding in the bushes videotaping it or something? Or what you just like leave it out there? What do you mean?
1: Well, it was there when I woke up, so
0: Ah. Well there you go.
1: I mean maybe somebody slept in it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but we'll, we'll <laughs> bump forward a little bit.
1: <laughs> but two years ago I had a Honda Civic, worst car I ever had. That got stolen in an apartment complex. Like how? I don't you know. It's ridiculous. So
2: it was, like, in their garage?
1: No, like, I had an apartment complex. I had it on site. Yeah. And they just went on site, took it, and just left.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's bizarre. Sorry to hear that. It's, like, the most stolen car of all time, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, why the hell is insurance high for this car? What the hell? Yeah. Yeah,
2: no,
1: yeah right. that didn't make any sense. Um, I've told Jimmy this story, but I'll tell you this story, Josh, because you probably haven't heard it. Um, I, when I first moved out here, I got a grocery store job and they loved it that I would close till like 1130 at night. And uh, so I'd leave my car in the parking lot and I guess I left my car keys on the seat and I locked the door and went into work. Like, I don't know how the hell that happened. Ah, yeah. Right. So I locked myself out and it's 1130 at night. There's nobody else at the store except for me and the manager. Uh, I go out to the parking lot and I'm checking my pockets, you know, doing the little, little tappity tap. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, where the are my keys? Yeah, the little shuffle. I'm like, oh, shit. And I looked in my car window, and my keys are just sitting there taunting me, just like, ha, ah, get <laughs> us now. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And I said, hey, Jeremy. He was the manager. He drove a VW Bug. I said, hey, Jeremy, let me see your keys. He's like, uh, why? I said, I need to get in my car. He goes, you don't have a volts. This is, no, it doesn't. Like, just give it to me. So I took his keys, stuck it in the door. Turned it, opened the door, gave him his key back, and I just drove home. Wait. Yeah. What?
2: That worked? Yep. <laughs>
1: really? yep. 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 Just opened right up. So, Wait, did
2: you like do something to it that made it do that? Or that's just nope. how it came? Or...
1: So, no, John- it was probably just so worn out, but I don't know. I just put the key in and it turned and I drove oh. home. It was great.
0: You had a- right. Sean, you had about a one in seven chance of that working regardless. And I say that. Why, because- why is that? Those in that year of Honda Civic, they literally only made seven different key variations.
1: Oh, I think I heard about that. You could just like go into a parking lot, find seven of them, and statistically with your key, you could probably open somebody's.
0: Right. My dad did that <laughs> on accident. He found a black Honda Civic, and it was a four-door. And he, we were, I remember uh, I, was, I was with him, and we were living in Ralph's or something in Santa Clarita. And he went up to it, and he opened the door. It was locked. He opened the door, unlocked the door for me. He got in. He went to push in the clutch, but then he kicked the floorboard because it was an automatic. And he went, what in the fuck? This is not my car. Who stole my third pedal? Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: Yeah. So, uh, lesson is don't buy a 90s Honda Civic if you value having a car at all.
0: Yeah, or, I mean, get some different fucking locks. that's a pretty good take yeah
1: but but that would be more expensive than the car itself so it's kind of pointless right
0: might as well just end up with something else that's way more fun right
1: and and to to end this whole story josh about the honda civic getting stolen it was the best thing that ever happened to me so oh yeah um i was so excited it got stolen um i even had to pay out of pocket because i only had liability and they towed it like a million miles away so i had to pay four hundred dollars for them to keep the fucking car but but that sucks uh (laughs) It made me buy a different car. And uh, I was almost going down the road of not having a fun car anymore forever. I was just like, oh, I'm going to buy a Honda Civic. It's sensible. And then when it got stolen, I was like, fuck it. I'm getting a Miata. And I did.
0: Tell him why. Tell him why. Tell him why you bought a Miata.
1: Because I came home for like what? Christmas or some shit. And Jimmy's like, look at this thing I bought for $500. (laughs) And I was like, wow, that's really, really lame.
0: (laughs)
2: That's
0: how um, it starts. That's yeah. not he, at all. He said, on, he no, no, no. and he was like, hey man, I'm coming home. And I was like, bro, you're not going to have a fucking car. You can borrow mine. Cause I got too many. I know. And he was like, fuck yeah. Which one? I said, oh, whatever one. Whatever one's well, I, there.
1: Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I took the Miata out for a ride. Well, I remember we went driving out to Palmdale for some reason. I don't even remember. We were over on, uh, going through Leona Valley. And we were driving, and you let me drive the Miata. I was like, what the fuck is this? I just immediately loved it. It was so much fun. felt like a go-kart, which it is. And uh, I did get to throw that car from you for a while. I remember had some problems when I had it, like the battery got disconnected somehow because it wasn't grounded or some stupid shit like that. Oh,
0: I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and
1: I had to fix it for you. I was just like, I broke his car, oh shit. And I had to figure it out. Um, But, you know, it's a $500 car, so you know yeah but, anyways, so, know but yeah doing. totally gave me the bug and i was like i gotta give this a shot and i bought a miata and it was pretty cheap and it's awesome and i still have it so that
2: same one just been smooth sailing ever since so that's great yeah
0: i've had it for like you,
2: you got a couple years. of those over the years right
0: i uh i okay so i got my first one like three years ago i think okay three years ago Which was funny because I got it specifically when I was told not to get anything, which was joking. Jenna left to go to – I think she went on some vacation or something to go to, like, Norway or the Netherlands or some shit. Copenhagen, Denmark. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Jokingly, she was like – we were just f- basically first started dating, kind of, I think we were maybe might have been a year in. And she was joking, jokingly like, all right, don't buy a car. And she was telling all my friends, don't let him buy a car because I know he likes cars, yada, yada, yada. That very week, I found a $500 Miata and was like, fuck yes, I'm buying a fucking $500 Miata. And then she came back She was like, motherfucker, bought a car. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, you told me not to, so I figured I probably shouldn't. <laughs> And uh, oh, I had to. So I got that. I had that one for, I I want to say like two years. I had that for two years, and then I found a cheaper Miata that was three hundred dollars, and I had a motor for it because it needed a motor. It was rod knocking, and uh, put a motor in it, and that's the one I have now. And then sold the other one for fifteen hundred.
2: It's a good move overall. Yeah.
0: Clearing some space, making some. Kinda, we're just replacing, but I made money off of it, so I don't care. But yeah, Miatas yeah. are great. That's why whenever anybody says like, "Hey, man, I'm looking for a cheap fucking car," very first thing I go to Miata. <laughs> like, that is well, always yeah. the answer.
1: It's yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's exactly. such a reliable car too. I've never had one problem with this car ever.
0: Yeah, I mean, hmm. I don't want to turn. And I into beat, mixed and I on beat Miata. the hell
1: out of this car too. I really do.
0: Right. I mean, I have no doubt in my mind that that thing won't start up in the morning.
1: Is yeah. this like an all Mazda
0: thing, or is it really just their Miatas?
1: Well, I got a newer Mazda. It's like a Mazda 3 hatchback thing. It's a good car, but I mean, it's a new car, so man, you're probably not going to run into any problems anyways. But I think it's just the Miata because yeah. it's fun. Other Mazdas probably aren't going to be as fun.
0: Like, yeah, okay, so I definitely like – uh, My dad had a that Mazda many 3 cars. and had problems. Just saying. Uh, yeah, well, but what year was that? No, a it was uh, <laughs> two thousand and.
1: 2004. I remember driving it once and it was shaking like mad. It was scaring the hell out of me.
0: Yeah, it definitely. Well, I, I was driving it and the fucking steering pump went out on me, like <laughs> mid-canyon, which was terrifying because then I had to like Popeye that motherfucker the rest of the canyon and was not prepared for any of it. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, so what?
1: You got anything to talk about, Jimmy or Josh? Uh, Josh, you go first.
2: Um, let's see. Oh, we got this Elon Musk thing.
1: Ooh, let's start it. okay.
2: Yeah, so Elon Musk, Wait. let me see if I can pull it up really quick. I know I just saw it a second ago. He is uh, he's under fire right now for, for fraud investigation from the SEC um, because um, yeah, in August, let me see if I can find the exact thing right here. He put up a tweet on August 7th that said he's considering taking Tesla private at $420 and that the funding is secured. Now, according to the SEC, the funding wasn't secured, so this was a fraud claim. And This whole thing only really matters because it affected the market. It made his stocks jump up, I think, six points, and it made a bunch of other ones fall. So, you know, it looks like it's market manipulation. Really, I think it's just a guy on Twitter. Um, you know, but yeah, this is what's in the too. world these days.
0: I, I'm with that too. I mean, can you really prosecute a guy for a guy making a tweet?
2: Yeah, so like we still
0: have a fucking president that's doing it left and right, so I, I don't know if you can really get somebody in that much trouble with it.
2: Right? The standards got to change at some point. I don't know, it just seemed like it was to me because. I guess I think that Twitter should probably be kept a little bit separate from like actual trainings. But I get that it's like, well, it's affecting the market. And I don't know that this one wasn't super, super correlated, but it is just kind of interesting to notice he's always under fire. It seems like.
1: Yeah, it Uh, is. But I mean, you have to realize too that from the other side of things, you know, saying he's got so much influence, right through those channels of social media. So with doing that, I mean, of course, it's going to have an effect on something you know if he's thinking one thing it is oh, works yeah. it out to everybody in the world oh i'm gonna take this thing private of course it's gonna affect the market i mean how could he think it wouldn't you know what i mean
2: yeah that's true yeah and then i mean his thing his claim wasn't that he wasn't trying to like change the market or anything his claim was that everything he said was honest so i guess maybe there must have been some kind of something going on in his books that just didn't line up with what the sec found either that or elon musk is lying about funding but either way it means one of those things
1: the funny thing about all this is that he probably could care like he just couldn't care less like he really couldn't i'm sure no matter how much they sue him for he's just like okay whatever (laughs) okay yeah i'm sure as
2: long as it's yeah As long as it doesn't take the business down, it seems like that's all he really cares about. I mean, after that, uh, the stock fell again when he was on that Rogan podcast. So as soon as he took that hit from that point, (laughs) the whole thing went down again. They're like 10 points or something like that. That's it. It's weird being that guy in the company or like, because there's not really another car company or any other company I can think of besides like Apple or something where you got one guy who can really influence it this much.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're right. There's so much influence with it. Thing is though, I mean, if he's under fire for, you know, he's like, Oh, he's changed the market by tweeting something. He also changed the market by, you know, smoking that blunt or whatever, you know, whether it's for good or bad, he still affected the market.
0: Right. So yeah, I don't so, know. I don't know. Can you, can you get him on that? Cause cause he influenced the market. But I guess he didn't make a claim on anything when he did that, though, right? That's so, true. That's true. He didn't make a claim. You're right. He just said, hey, let me hit that blunt. <laughs> right. He
2: just lost <laughs> a little bit of investor confidence is all. But <laughs> Which I did not really get why he lost that. He didn't really even smoke it. He just kind of put it in his mouth and then blew it out. So it was like, all right, guy. Yeah. I don't know. There a little bit. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I don't know. Again, I feel like it's a weird it's a weird position to put yourself in, but it's also like a weird position to like judge someone from. You know?
1: I just hear because you, about it's like.
2: Yeah, again, it's like, you know, if, if it was any other person in this that's a, it's it's weird to say if it were any other person in this position because there's like never really been a person like him in a position like this. Cuz I mean, if you just looked at what he was at Tesla, that's a huge deal, but then outside of that, he's got SpaceX, he's got the boring company and he's got the you know he's got whatever he's got going on yeah how do you do anything
1: right yeah I mean he's just consistently under under scrutiny just people watching him at all times thing is though I mean it could go under that same category of you know any publicity is good publicity whether it's good or bad it looks
2: like some of it might be bad though based on these numbers
1: I guess you're right. I don't know. Maybe that's what his thinking was. Who knows? if he even thought about it?
2: Oh, no, it might be. I think he's a really smart guy. I mean, that kind of goes without saying.
0: But, I don't know.
2: Uh, was, yeah, but you know, man, he shoots cars way. into space. That's cool. It's cool enough right. for me.
0: I mean, he made a fucking flamethrower that was called not a flamethrower.
2: Yeah, even though, like, come on.
0: Right. Yeah, no. What I'm saying is, like, I don't know if anybody here has ever played Portal or know about Portal or know about Aperture Science, but like, we got the real life fucking Cave Johnson showing up, and (laughs) I'm all for it. I just wish that pretty cool make fucking cars that worked. That's all I'm saying. Yeah,
1: that was a conversation I was having with somebody over the weekend. Um, I had some family members down, and I was talking with, uh, you know, his name's Michael Jackson. Anyways, we were talking about Tesla, and uh, we were saying it's it's really he should be pumping out quality versus quantity with this because right now he's just trying to meet demand right yeah that's the whole thing but he's got to be pumping out quality if he wants to keep a good you know brand name really truly because people right. love the brand people really do but yeah. the more and more these cars just keep really just fucking up i mean what do you think is going to happen
0: yeah i mean yeah you don't even have to work on that fucking brand anymore a lot of people are trying to like push the brand and push push that kind of a thing right where Tesla's almost at the level of like I'm not, I don't want to say Porsche and Ferrari, but, I mean, they're up there, right? Like where people are very willing to put a deposit down on a car that they might not see for fucking two years. That's not something that a normal person does. Right. right. I mean, uh, he has a recognition. Enthusiast shit. That's like Porsche saying, hey, we're going to make this 911. We're going to call the GTS R4. Uh, it's going to come out probably in about two years. Just still working out the details on it, but give us $10,000, and you got yours reserved. Okay? Yeah. yeah sure. Like Tesla's doing that shit. Like they just did that with that Model Three, where they're like, "Hey, we know you put a third two thousand dollars down on this uh, Model Three. You wanna you wanna give us uh thirty five hundred more because we're losing money on every single fucking one of these things." And people are gladly doing it. They're like, "Okay, sure, yeah, cool. Sure, why not?" So yeah, Easy. you definitely don't need to work on that fucking brand at all.
2: <laughs> right, that's true. I think that uh, I mean I'm kind of in between on this whole thing to be honest. I think that it's um. Like, I think that his goal seems to be to put everyone in a Tesla or to put everyone in some kind of self driving car. It almost feels to me like his goal is more of to create a whole new, like, integrated transportation system. One where it's like, you know, yeah, the the, the driverless thing, pretty much, where your car can take you from A to B without you needing to do anything and it can communicate with the other cars or with something on the road or whatever it is to help it avoid all that. Because it seems like there's almost less error when you have a system like that running versus when you have a whole bunch of people driving for themselves. And as much fun as it is, I think to be able to just drive on your own, I think that it looks like the future is going to be all
1: driverless. Right. I don't really have a problem with that because one, the convenience factor, but two, it makes, it's going to make the, the normal car, right? The normal, either internal combustion car, driver car, it's going to make those more desirable in the future because they're going to get phased out. It's going to become more of sport. It's going to become more of hobby. I think. And I don't think there's anything wrong with collectors. That. Yeah, yeah, right. But
0: at the current moment, we have Tesla people saying the safest way to drive your car is to have both hands on the wheel and ignore all of our advanced safety features. <laughs> that's you know, I mean, exactly they say right. That's
2: not it's like how South Park starts off every episode by saying, don't watch the show. You know, it's that that way you can't turn around and screw them afterwards. That's true.
0: <laughs> That's true. That's true. I guess you're right. Because so uh, far,
2: hasn't all the all the accidents that have been caused, I might be wrong with this. I actually probably am. But, like, it, at, at least the majority of them, I think, have been because of uh, driver error and not system error. It's because of, like, someone else ran a stop sign and hit the car or something like that.
0: So, uh,
1: we talked about this what two (laughs) or three weeks ago,
0: yeah. Kind of, um, there's some of them that are user error, as in the which Tesla says when you're using these features, you have to obviously be awake and conscious to like catch the thing if it does fuck up. And some people are like, ah, it does, it knows what it's doing, and then knock the fuck out, and then it kind of just goes off and right one thing.
2: Another. Yeah.
0: Right. Um, one thing led to another fire and death. There's yeah. other ones where they're driving it and There's video of it. I don't remember if I think the one I'm thinking of the guy died. He was in like, it was in California. He was, driving, yeah, it was like on mountain view or something. Right. He was up, up there. And he was driving it. And, uh, which Jeremy Clarkson made this, like idea or like thought process of like when autonomous driving happens, like what, like, what is this one section? Like, what is it going to do? Uh, well, it answered it. It answered it here. That was on top gear years ago. Um, this car was driving up there in mountain view area maybe, and it saw a coyote in the road and it decided instead of just hitting the coyote because it had nowhere else to go, it decided to kind of go off the road and then into a tree and then burst into flames, and the guy died.
2: I do remember hearing about this. Yeah, okay.
0: So it the, the car made a moral decision, which is It made weird. a moral
2: decision or it made a practical decision? It,
0: it made a, a – um well, maybe, maybe not a moral decision, but it made a, a self-preservation kind of decision, which right. would have been safer for the – passengers to just hit the thing but it decided we can't hit the thing and then went off a cliff not a, it didn't go off a cliff but i mean it essentially went off a cliff
2: yeah right. and that's, i think that's probably the trickiest part is when you get into things like that like quick judgment calls where it's like okay obviously the car wants to get out of the way it just doesn't always know where else it can go or yeah sometimes if it should just go through the roadkill which is like a weird thing I think that that's where you get into the real touchy stuff because I don't think you ever really want to program machines to be like, oh yeah, be cool with killing, you know? Because that, like, there's been plenty of movies made about where that's going to be leading us to. Right. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, if in the
1: yeah, if in like one instance there's you know a kid in the road and then a dog in the road or like a coyote in the road or something, like, what's it going to choose? It's going to choose whatever isn't in its yeah way.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It makes moral, it can make a, maybe it can make a moral decision. I don't know if it's it's a moral decision,
1: but it's a moral situation. It's, it's, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. It's just going to make a decision based on instinct, right? What it's programmed to do. So whatever it notices first, it's going to avoid.
0: Ideally, I don't want a car making that decision for me. I don't really either.
1: (laughs) Unfortunately.
0: I mean, it sounds bad, but I definitely think I would hit the school full of children rather than going off the cliff.
1: Oh boy. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go.
0: <laughs> Going for bonus <laughs> Anyway, so there's this uh there's, <laughs> there's this Florida company. This is this might be a little scary for people like me that like uh tuning their cars. Uh there's this Florida company called uh, Derive, D-E-R-I-V E that got fined 300000 dollars and they needed to spend around six point two five million dollars to fix products so they don't violate the law. Derive is a company, much like Cobb, that will sell people tuning bo- tuner boxes to void out the emissions things for cars, and then people Ooh. play with them, tune them. It can c- still kind of pass smog. What and was that company
1: again? D E R. Derive.
0: All right,
1: cool. I'm writing that down. Hold on.
0: Yeah, right, you're gonna need it. Um, I need it. But instead of getting a guy, you just kind of get this box, and then it, it basically pulls a, a Volkswagen and lies. <laughs> but so, but they're so we, sued for it. yeah, so they're getting sued by uh, f- basically Florida for being <laughs> criminals. Florida, right? Yeah, the whole state of Florida is Got suing it. this company because yeah. they're helping people be criminals, I guess. But so instead mm. of getting the people individually, they're getting the company overall and hitting them uh, with it. That's that's tough. Oh and man, they that sucks. To, stop selling the uh the tuning software as of whatever date this was. So yeah. my question, because okay. like this happens, right? This probably puts it a little bit on the stage of more states saying oh wait yeah people might be doing this kind of shit what other companies get hit and do i need to go to an open source to uh, engine management system and go away from Cobb in the event something happens
1: what mm, do I-, I don't know that's tough yeah
2: it's kind of hard to say just because it's like it's kind of hard to say what every company out there you know is doing especially because like I definitely didn't even hear the name of this one until you brought it up. So it I think it'd kind of be tough to guess like who out there is in trouble, but it's I'm a little more reassured knowing that they're holding the companies accountable for it rather than the consumer. Because it's like if you buy something, you know, and if you thought – were you saying that the customers, they knew that the product was faulty or that they didn't know?
0: They Well – it's not that it was faulty or it wasn't faulty. It was that the, the company that was making these tuner boxes were knowingly uh, breaking emissions laws, the numbers on smog laws for the cars. Right. So okay. when you, when you plug the, 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 I guess the guy at the smog station would plug into the car, it reads the yeah. number right on the computer. This right. was giving a number that was acceptable for the car, even though it wasn't actually giving out these numbers.
2: Oh, okay
0: so the people that put this thing in the car fully well aware what they're doing i don't care what way you write that you know what you're doing all
1: right i I got this figured out i got this figured out how the company can get out of this and still provide that so what they do is um you know how there's companies that make chips to you know enhance the performance of the car right? right right they could do those And they could market them that way and they would do certain things, right? And then as is, those things can totally pass smog and it's perfectly fine. But there's also a way for them that you can tweak them a little bit if you have the know-how to make them so that they can, you know, avoid the smog stuff and do everything that they're originally supposed to do, right? So that they can say, hey, it's not on us. It's whatever the consumer's doing. That's how they can get out of it. That's what I think. Hmm. I guess. That
2: makes sense. I mean, I feel like the person who's probably the most pissed off in this whole thing has got to be the EPA, right? Just because it's like, right. I mean, who else cares about smog emissions? So I guess that I would just kind of be looking for, just in the avenue of who's in trouble, just whoever they got their eyes on, or if anyone's kind of doing the same kind of thing. But no, I, I do like Sean's loophole, though. <laughs> it definitely seems like it's a good way to keep going about business.
0: I mean, yeah. I- I have to look at this, but now I'm th- now that I'm thinking about it more, I'm pretty sure on Cobb's website, which Cobb is a Josh is a tuner kind of company for Subarus for a lot of uh like four cylinder turbo kind of cars. Okay. Uh, they make a lot of like performance stuff for those cars. Got it. They, I think have on their website that a lot of their shit is for off road use only, which I think that puts it onto the consumer for if it ever ends up on obviously a street
2: no oh, that's like a little wink wink like hey you can have this just
0: not like you're not supposed to right like you can only use okay. this on a racetrack right, on, right off highway roads right okay but like because i i mean I, I know most of our listeners for some fucking reason are in the netherlands which we love you we just i don't know how we got to you um I got this – so I, and I say that because I don't think a lot of law enforcement is probably going to listen to this. My Mini Cooper, which I don't have anymore. I sold it finally. I nice. bought a DCAT for it, which is 100% illegal in California, but it got sent to California, but it just had a thing welded onto it that said for off-road use only, which clearly didn't use it for just off-road use. Like I went Ooh. to work with it. But- of course. So I think that might be the best way to get around it, but I don't understand how come this company if that I mean that's not a like we're not cracking the fucking Da Vinci Code here. I don't know why this company didn't say that.
2: Hmm, that's uh, that's a pretty good question. In fact, that probably needs a little bit more reading into because like maybe they did include something like that that like or maybe they had like a disclaimer on their website that wasn't also on the product or something. I don't know. I kind of
0: because like the EPA's claim like, is that the derive yeah, yeah, drive systems uh, violated the clean air act so that's like the main i guess crime though that in quotes again. Okay. Even though I'm sure the clean air act does not exist in any other fucking state except for California and New York, but yeah. I mean, yeah. I would
2: assume if I were the company my strategy on getting out of this would be that like you're technically not really culpable for something that like a consumer like if if a customer comes into a store and they buy a hammer, then they go out and they hit someone in the head and it's not really your fault for selling them a hammer. Like even though like, yeah, you can hit people with hammers, you know, you don't have to. And I kind of thought that that was the whole, like I thought that like most companies were just pretty generally protected by that. So I don't, but again, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't say exactly who's like to be put at blame here, but I would imagine that that would probably be the defense for it. it would be like, hey, You know, this wasn't like just us. It was also the people who used it, you know?
1: Yeah. The only reason they're getting in trouble is because they had just poor legal, like a poor legal writing team, basically, for all their disclaimers and stuff. They just didn't cover their ass that way. That's why they're in trouble. So it's unfortunate, but, uh, you know, I don't know. Probably should have consulted some lawyers first.
2: Uh, happens, Lessons learned.
1: Right. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah. You want to talk about Subarus? Yes. You want to talk okay. about Subaru
2: Forester? I'm actually sorry. I'm going to go ahead and have to hop off, bow out of this one. But thank you both for having me on your show.
0: Of course. We'll probably ask you again next week because you were clearly the more intelligent one out of both of us.
2: We need to raise that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, Josh. I'll hey, well, I'll talk to you sometime. later, my man.
2: All right, I'll talk to you guys some other time. All right. See ya.
0: Is- later. All right. So, Sean, Subarus, Foresters. Yeah. Yeah, do you want to talk about Foresters, though? I would love to. Okay,
1: briefly. The 2019 Subaru Forester has been introduced now, right? right. yeah. And there's a, there's a Motor Trend article here that I found, and it said that uh, they're improving what customers want most. Now, when you think Forester, Jimmy, and you think what needs improving, what do you think
0: first? Oh, man. A, uh, it, uh, Shit. Fuck, it needs better uh, ground clearance, better tires from the factory, and a fucking turbo. <laughs> and a
1: fucking turbo. Now, what they're saying they're going to do. Okay. And it totally is against what I think they should do because there's there's number one priority in my mind. I think I, don't I know really... what you're
0: going to say and I'm going to have some fucking complaints about this too, but go. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well, What they're
1: doing is they're working on the suspension. Okay. Right. So they're, they're tightening up some stuff and they're loosening up some other stuff. And I just want to let you know that
0: I definitely wasn't going that way with it, but go ahead.
1: That's okay. Well, this is, this is what they are doing. Right. And um, so what they're doing is they're made, they made a revised 2.5 liter. Okay. Boxer engine makes 182 horse.
0: Okay. That's, that's not enough, but okay. it's,
1: It's definitely not enough. So I think that's the first thing. It says, uh, you know, Subaru Forester customers are gonna be getting what they want. They wanted more power, they gave them more power. Not enough still though. So I think they're gonna little by little give you what you want, but it's gonna take a long ass time.
0: Um, yeah, so that is still not what people wanted. Right.
1: Uh, the next thing that you would expect the new Forester to have probably be, you know, a good transmission, right?
0: I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so what they're what they've done here, they, uh, Subaru said that they're convinced that their consumers like the sensation of shifting. Would you agree? <laughs> so how do you find these? Okay. So, so, so there is a seven-speed manual mode, manual mode, uh, with paddle shifters for the CVT transmission. Oh my god. On the sport and touring models, so not the base.
0: Right? Yeah. Uh,
1: I think that's some
0: stupid shit right there. Retarded. Yeah. They uh, they got the fucking, they got that same type of. I don't know if it's a seven-speed or a six-speed, but they have a CVT floppy paddle shifter in the WRX, and it fucking blows up all the time. Like I'm not even, I'm not even joking. They're they're calling like the WRX transmission with a five-speed manual. It was okay until you actually wanted to have fun with the car. Then it fucking blew up, and everybody called it the glass box. That thing is like iron compared to the new CVT transmissions on on WRXs. So I don't <laughs> see that doing any better in the Forester. Um, right. Everybody really liked the fucking Forester in I think it was two thousand. I think like two thousand. Four to two thousand and seven, I want to say, because that was when they made the Subaru Forester XT two point five, which was the STI motor in a Forester.
1: Right, and all the Foresters from like the very very late nineties up until those, you know, two thousand four, five, and six ones, they looked good. They really did. They looked cool. I liked them.
0: I wouldn't even say they look cool because I mean, I to me, they're kind of quirky. But I mean, they're definitely quirky. Cool.
1: I liked them. I liked them, but. What else this new Forrester has, uh, it's, it's a car that like breaks down every time you stop. And what I mean by that is the auto start stop thing. So you stop the car oh, yeah. and it shuts off and then you hit on the gas and it doesn't respond and it has to start up right. and then it goes. Yeah, it's just like they're putting every possible terrible thing in this car and they're doing all this despite the one thing I want Forrester to do.
0: What is the and one thing that you want Forrester to do?
1: The one thing I want Forrester to do is just not look like a fucking piece of shit.
0: Well, that's hard. That's hard in the land of crossovers. That's
1: it's just- hard in the land of Subaru nowadays. Like, what the hell is happening? Like, they really do look terrible. I think they're one of the worst designed cars out there right now. They just don't look good.
0: Yeah, I. You know what? I fucking people that listen to this and they know me personally obviously know that I live and breathe and preach Subarus to high fucking heaven. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I, did a, I did a car review video for the internets, and it was at the new WRX, and I was told via message and comments that uh, my opinion shouldn't matter because I'm just a Subaru hater, even though I've got two of them in my fucking driveway.
1: You're such a hater, Jimmy. Just Why do you own
0: two of them? Place. Why do I own two of them? I was not a big fan of driving around in a fucking Scion TC Mitsubishi Evo crossover Not a crossover as in lifted, but it was like a it was like a crossover episode for the cars. Not a fan of that. The the car drives well. I'm not gonna say good, it drives well. The suspension was a little shitty compared to every other one that I've driven for what it wants to do, because it wants to be I I can feel it wants to be more of like a canyon carver drive down the fucking four oh five comfortably kind of a car instead of like hey, we might be able to bounce this thing off of a dirt road. Because, like, 1997 Subaru Impreza stock OEM suspension can take jumps. Jumps. <laughs> I've seen uh, it. I've filmed it. I remember pictures that. Of it. You filmed it. Jumps. Fucking airborne. Brand new one. Not a chance on God's green earth that it can do something <laughs> like that. Um. That's true. Foresters look like they were supposed to be called Tribeca's, but then the Tribeca name didn't carry through. So then they canned it and made the Tribeca a Forester. So now that's a shitty looking SUV. The Accent, I don't think looks that bad. That's that brand new uh, seven-seater SUV that they got. It can actually tow. Wait, is this Surprising. Subaru? Yeah.
1: Subaru Accent?
0: Accent, or Ascend. Ascend. Ascent.
1: Ascend. Oh, I thought I think that Hyundai came Hyundai came out with an accent. That's yeah, you're right. That's
0: that's a Hyundai accent. I'm so sorry for fucking that up. No, it's okay. Subaru Ascent. It's a seven passenger SUV and it can tow up to five thousand pounds. That's kind of cool. Kind of cool for a Subaru to be able to tow. But I think the coolest part about Subaru back in the day. When I say back in the day, I mean I'm just talking like ten years ago. Um, wow, that's a long time ago. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Back in the day, Subaru was more cool for being weird and quirky. They had weird-looking shit. I mean, so go back 20 years. twenty well, Maybe that's even 30 years now. With the Subaru brat, I mean, come the fuck yeah, on. Yeah, that thing was fucking cool. I mean, you weird, had, but cool. You had a two-door, all-wheel drive. I think some of them came with a turbo, with a bed. It was a car with a bed. It was an El Camino from Japan. That was lifted and it had two fucking bucket seats in the back, bolted to the frame with four point harnesses on it. Street legal, road legal, drive by CHP, doing 55 down the 405, and you've got two fucking children strapped to buckets in the back. Legal. Yeah. Come the fuck on. Subaru (sighs) Brat. Years later, they had the Baja, right? The Subaru Baja Mm 2.5 turbo, kind of the same concept, ditch the rear seats in the in the bed of the car and they put two extra doors on it cool i mean wagon without the roof on the wagon part love it the hawkeye just looks weird okay the it does the Hawkeye just looks weird and fucking love it it's great great looking car my my white car is the start of the normalization and it kind of is looks shitty it's big it's bulky it's kind of fat and it's starting to look normal but still quirky enough in spots to where you're like okay it's kind of still got that subaru muscle.
1: yeah that's true that's true you know what i think i think seeing as though that the ford f series the ford f-150s and the 250s are some of the biggest selling vehicles in the world right um, i don't know why subaru doesn't go out and make a badass truck and just hit the american market with it i think they do great doing that
0: here's your problem Here's your very biggest problem. I'm ready. I need, I need I need to look up. I can handle your objections. I'm ready. I'm well aware you can handle my objections. Subaru will not make a truck. Will not make a truck because they do not have a power plant that can actually do what trucks do. Same with the Honda Ridgeline. When the Honda Ridgeline first came out, the, like the very first generation, that was the shittiest truck on the face of the fucking planet, Sean.
1: It still <laughs> it, looks like a minivan from the front.
0: It looks like a minivan, but I'm talking about like drivetrain-wise, could not handle what a truck was supposed to do. Couldn't do it at all. 100% failed. It didn't have any power. It couldn't tow anything. It didn't even have a fucking bed that was right. It, it was like
1: – Right, but think about stuff. what you that just said long. to me there. They said You just said that a Subaru that we were just talking about is able to tow 5,000 pounds, got all-wheel drive. I mean, come on. It's not
0: bad. It's not a bad place to start. Right, yes, no, I'm not saying that they can't do it. I'm saying it's they won't. The same reason why they won't make something other than a fucking boxer. I mean that new that new Subaru that the Ascent, I think it it's hold on.
1: Well, I'm not making an 2.4. argument over no, no, no. I'm not trying to make an argument over should or will or won't, like I should go to the gym. I don't like Subaru should make a truck. They won't. Right. You know what I mean?
0: So you're saying the can, like they should. They,
1: I think the, they should. They I mean, I know they probably can't. won't just like I probably won't go to the gym because I'm a lazy fuck, but like <laughs> they should. And I probably should too.
0: How about right.
1: this? Uh, Subaru makes a truck. I'll go to the gym. Mark my word.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, so that's not going to happen and neither is you going to the gym. Right. The point is, is that they won't make a truck because they don't have a powertrain to support it. Not that they can't make it. They just won't.
1: I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. Okay. Well, I mean, to, uh, to round off this conversation with the Subaru, I want to leave you with some stats here. Are you ready for this? Probably not. Actually, let's play a game. This will be fun. Okay. Um, what percentage
0: of Subaru Forester owners hike? What per- percentage of forester owners hike? <laughs> yes. Just hike or is it just outdoor activities? The hike. 84%. No, 47%. You're yeah. wrong. <laughs> All right, let's play one more. I was almost dyslexic.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um what percentage of Subaru forester owners own a dog? Uh 36. 45%. Fuck.
0: <laughs> I thought it was going to be close to the hiking number because I mean who else do you hike with when you're fucking lonely? All on your lonesome. You got to get a dog, but I didn't want I didn't want to be that optimistic with the dog owners right. of the of the Foresters.
1: And last one here, what percentage of Subaru Forester owners should just sell it and get
0: a new car? Ah, uh, man, it's got to be somewhere in the hundreds. Yeah, I know. Maybe 101, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> probably 100% of the people. I was honestly, you know what? I, uh, this is, I'm going to fucking eat my words here because I'm probably just going to keep it. But I was looking at other cars. Dun, dun, dun.
1: Oh, no, you cheating fix, bastard.
0: Fix the Subaru, dump it, get the money out of it. Because I think I might be able to pull like six grand out of it in <laughs> profits. Throw that profit word up there, but like get six grand out of it. And I was thinking. Give me your thoughts on this. Last generation GTO. La- no. What? Well, what year is that? I think it's a two thousand
1: four. Two thousand four GTO. It I don't really know stupid. anything about American Muscle. You know that it about looks
0: me? Retarded. You're gonna get look at it and go, God no. But, but.
1: Oh, there's a dude who uh, autocrosses at my place with one of these things, dude. He's actually fucking good. It's um, a
0: good car. It now, fucking it can move.
1: Now, the thing he made a comment about, maybe this, I probably won't sway you because it's fucking you. He goes, I have a really, really hard time finding good parts for these cars that aren't fucking expensive. Actually, because, no, that,
0: that does sway me. That keeps me from Porsches. Cause,
1: yeah, because cause like, honestly, he says that there weren't that many of these made to the point where you know, and the ones that were made, I mean, a lot of them are trashed by now. And he's just like, I just have a hard time finding parts that aren't just like ramming me up the ass.
0: Well, okay. So see, like my reasoning for it was was this. The, the GTO, I don't know what, what LS it uses, but it uses an LS power plant. You can find parts for the LS anything all fucking day long. As far as chassis and suspension, I don't know. And I, I'm not going to comment on that. But I know at least for the powertrain of it, Okay. It's all just normal Chevy shit. Sure. Which was my main reasoning for it because nobody really likes GTOs because they look fucking weird. Yeah, they do. But oh, did you see the meme I sent you today? No.
1: Oh, where what? Where did I send that
0: to? Was it your Instagram or something? I don't even know. Oh, maybe you did. Is that what I messaged you on?
1: No, it was on Instagram. I sent you a pretty funny uh, meme. Where the, the hell is? they text it to you? I have no idea.
0: Definitely didn't text it to me. thousand percent would have saw that. Hmm. Well, regardless. Here, but okay, we'll find that later, but what?
1: Uh, basically, what it was is like, a, like. oh, what was it, like the 2000s Camaros are so cool, and there's like four panels.
0: Oh, yeah, and the fish.
1: And then there's the catfish.
0: <laughs> it looks yeah. Like it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I fucking love that. That was oh. funny. I was showing
1: that to people at work. This is some funny shit, man. Because I'm like, I've always seen those cars and I'm like, it looks like something. I don't know what it is. And then I saw it I said, that's it. It's, it's a, a guppy. A it's a guppy. A guppy. <laughs>
0: yeah, man, that's fucking, I honestly, honest to God, I fucking hate that that generation of fucking Camaro. Yeah, God, it's, it's pretty the nasty. Shittiest fucking thing on the planet. Those things move and they're fast, but like, oh my God, it's an eyesore.
1: Yeah. Not a huge fan of those things. I feel like from above they would look like a
0: popsicle. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I never thought so never thought to look at it like that, but I mean, yeah, definitely. I don't
1: know. I was well, that's the thing. I was trying to figure out what the hell does this remind me of. It reminds me of something.
0: Oh, there's a picture of yeah. one right here next to a river. It looks like a fish out of water. <laughs> it actually, you know what? It is a fish out of water. That uh, might be Chris Farley's. He's living with it. <laughs> Funny, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's all I really had for
1: today. I mean, I don't know if you've got anything else.
0: Uh, I got a th- other stuff, but I mean, I, I, don't. You, are you interested in Bugatti making an SUV? Oh, fuck no, no, no. It's called a URUS. Would you call me? Yeah. You're an ass, what? <laughs> yeah, apparently, I'll, I'll make this one quick since I just brought it up. Bugatti feels like they are... Uh, Able to expand and onto a second model line, and they want it to be an SUV, which they yeah. have concepts of it. Which it kind of looks kind of cool, but it also kind of looks a little bit like a, like a. Oh wait, no, is the year yours is a fucking Lamborghini, isn't it? I don't yeah. know. Yours is Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Oh, I saw
1: that thing. Oh, I saw right. that thing. It looks like some weird ass. Yeah, I don't even know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so I guess they don't have a name for it. I was reading this article, skimming it real quick just to get back up to what I was reading and they Number don't
1: Lamborghini SUV or something. But
0: they, yeah. But they want, they want this Bugatti to look kind of like the, basically the Chiron, but guess what they do with crossovers? What? Raise it up. It <laughs> is lift her up, lift that motherfucker up. And they want to be in the SUV fucking market, which why would you do that when you've got such a niche with this? i guess that's true why would you do that i've heard the fucking su uh ferrari was also plop, plopping around the idea of fucking having a, a, an suv and <laughs> what the fuck why would you do that I don't, know, I don't know man i don't know kill a brand anyway, <laughs> like especially like ferrari or bugatti like yeah let's let's have, how do we murder this entire company
1: build yeah, a truck bad idea for some reason, this Lamborghini Urus thing, it reminds me, it it looks kind of as if Honda made it. You know what I mean? Like, from, from all angles, like, it, it reminds me of the Type R for some reason. I
0: guess. I was
1: thinking like about how Audi did it. Like, Audi? Like, the the back end looks like it's all lifted up, like a fucking, like, like the Type R, basically, or just like the new Honda Civic in general. Yeah. Just like, it's all way, way high up, and then... The side profile of you is just like so jagged. It looks like that Honda Civic Type R. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Not a fan of this at all. Not yeah, really. No, neither was anybody else. That's why they didn't sell any of them. <laughs> yeah, definitely not a fan. Yeah, that's the Lamborghini. If if they wanted to go back to SUVs, they should just make a fucking tractor instead. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. But anyway, on that note.
1: Yeah, on that note, we're gonna we're gonna end this one, guys. So uh we'll talk to you next week. Maybe we'll get Josh, maybe we won't, maybe he thought it was dumb. Who cares? It was fun. Um we'll talk to you guys next week. And if you liked it, subscribe, share it with your friends, send this thing around, and uh we'll talk to you soon. So my name is Sean, that's Jimmy, and uh adios.